On this week's episode, we talk about karma, the power of your words, and whether or not it really does make a difference. Is sowing and reaping a real thing? You judge for yourselves. Hello, Podcast Nation. Welcome back to the Dates and Yak Show. I'm Chris Dayton. I'm Amber Yaklin. And we are here today to talk about karma, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That's aggressive. <laughs> I know. Well, it's one of those days. How's it going today? It's going pretty good. I mean, it's sunny out. It's supposed to be seven degrees warmer than it was yesterday, so we're slowly ticking away at the better weather in Michigan. So is that karma? Is it about our time to shine? It's our time to shine. Or is that just a big hoax? Uh, Fake news. No, it's real news. The weather's getting what, better. What, it gets warmer? Yeah, it gets warmer in the summer and it gets colder in the winter. Ten bucks says it snows tomorrow. I mean, that's March in Michigan, so, I mean. Because it's supposed to snow tomorrow. It's supposed to snow tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't really enjoy the moment that we're in, Debbie Downer. Chris is in a mood today, guys. Oh, God, here we go. I don't even think a Snickers is going to fix you today. Seriously. It's, I've been focused, though. I, I do have something interesting. I've actually lost a little bit of weight. You guys can't see us because we're on a podcast. Thank but God. That's, we have uh, definitely the face for radio. Uh, <laughs> it's one of my yeah, good friends, Travis, Travis Otto, told me that once. I mean, 10 pounds is a lot. That's kudos. Hey, I cut out beer. Cut out beer. Oh, God. That's why I'm never going to be skinny. Yeah, liquid carbs, baby. Not only do I love beer, but like now I love craft beer. Like I love more fattening beer as I get older. It's great. Yeah, you don't want to do the Mil- my, Miller Lite. M- McUltra. No, I did that in my 20s, and I was still fat then. Those are my favorite commercials, the McUltra. I like, hey, I'm going to go running. I'm going to go do this. And, hey, let's grab a beer, because that's refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> Gatorade got nothing on this. That's what super fit people do. That's what they drink at the bar. I guess. I don't. I wouldn't know. This, po- over- this podcast brought to you by Miller Lite. Yeah. I'm over here with my M43. This podcast brought to you by Old Nation Brewery, <laughs> Williamston, Michigan. Keeping it old in the nation. <laughs> so good. Um, so anyways, we wanted to touch a little bit about, I guess you can call it lots of different things. Karma. What goes around comes around. Sowing and reaping. I don't know any others. The law of attraction. <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> you win. Yeah. Winner. Um, it's funny. I posted on Facebook yesterday and said, okay, what oh, no. are your thoughts on sowing and reaping or the law of attraction or the way I posted it was more like uh, what, so you, you, what you put out in the universe comes back to you. You got info from Facebook Nation? Facebook Nation has the opinions. Would you agree? Yes or no? They're very opinionated. Yeah. <laughs> There's not much swaying the opinions. People love their opinions on Facebook. But I really wanted to know what people thought. Because my what I was asking is, uh, touching on the subject of what you put out into the universe comes back to you, what do you think of this concept? Like, does it really happen this way? Does your vibe attract your tribe? Is your... is Can you manifest what you want? Can you put it out into the universe and the universe brings it back to you? Or is that all hoax? Yeah, I mean, it almost seems like Harry Potter-ish, like wizardry. I'm going to cast this spell and what I say next is what's going to happen. Yeah, and that would be more like, I mean, I guess instantaneous. um, But don't you see people who are like, oh my gosh, if I had... 
if I didn't have bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. And things always seem to like happen to them to prove that point. Like how many times are you going to put that out there? Are you going to say those words? Are you going to have that demeanor? And then at what point are you expecting something different to happen? What if it's just the lens of how they view the world? Right. So what if your lens changes and then you say different things and then things change? Like, can you put something out into the universe? A, okay, so it becomes like a polarizing concept sometimes like with religion. Like if you're a Christian, you might be like, uh, no, like that's not how it works. It's God, you know. And then you ask the question, so do we have just predetermined paths that no matter what we do, we end up back on that path, like the beginning and the end, and we know it all? Or can you change mid-shift through life and change your mindset, change the words you say, change the way you view the world, and have other awesome, better things happen to you? Well, it could be both. But, I mean, I think of the story that I heard once, or I saw it somewhere, and it was like this little boy you know, picked up a baseball, walked out to the field, he grabbed his bat, and he, he goes, I'm the greatest hitter in the world. Throws the ball up, goes to swing the bat, phew, swing and a miss. He's like, <sighs> picks up the ball. I am the greatest hitter in the world. Throws the ball up in the air, swings with big hack at it, phew, swing and a miss. Does it again. I am the greatest hitter in the entire world. Throws the ball up in the air, and as it's coming down, his eyes get big, he lights up, and he lines up that bat, and whew, swing and a miss. He goes, would you look at that? Turns out I'm the greatest pitcher in the entire world. <laughs> That's a good one. And so I really think, you know, bad things happen in that case, you know, or not, you know, striking out. Right. But how do you look at it? How do you, how do you see it? Because I think... There are good things that are going to happen. There are bad things that are going to happen. It's really just what lens do you put on it? Well, and then so then if that's true, then the question is, is there a way to influence good, more good things happening to you as opposed to bad things? So I'm going to say a resounding yes on that only because of the mindset work that I have been taught and gone through training on for the last three years that I've been in the career field that I've been in, right? So I started in real estate and, you know, I took some like really in-depth training classes, like right off the bat that changes your mindset. And what's cool is, and I'll have to go dig it up somewhere. I don't keep a lot of stuff, but one of the things I kept was a notebook from this class um, that we took, you know, it's got like the big binder, it's eight weeks, it's pretty intensive. And so I, I wrote down like goals and things in there that I wanted to see happen. And I wish I did this more, but I don't really keep like journals. I don't like, I don't like keep like things. Like I am always like, I just want to get rid of stuff. I want declutter. I don't want to like mm-hmm. hold up storage. So that's my own weird quirks that makes, but I'm, I should start this. I had, it wasn't really, really like a journal. It was just like every week we wrote down, like, what are we hoping to accomplish with this class or with our career or with our lives? And um, we kind of looked at these different lenses and where I was three years ago looked now in hindsight looks really desperate and scared. And like, how am I actually going to get myself out of this quote unquote mess that I'm in? And my mess might've looked like somebody else's blessing. Right. So we mm-hmm. forget that sometimes that it's okay for us to look introspectively and figure out what we need to do to change, but we can't just wallow in it because our bad luck might be somebody else's lottery ticket. Right. 
Um, so I put this out there, like if what we put in the universe, like, can we have that change? So the day I said, I want to get out of debt, I want to pay off that student loan. I want to uh, be able to just go vacation with my family when I want a vacation with my family and not have it be like a strapping crazy, put it on a credit card and we'll figure out how to pay it off later kind of situation. I was able to open up that book recently when we had some new people join our team and I was looking for some trading materials that I wanted them to see. And I was like, oh my gosh, I did all this. And I did it in less than three years. These felt like lifetime goals. Like I was going to be 60 years old figuring out how to pay off like that, this one particular loan that was like the bane of my existence, <laughs> you know, and, and it happened. So what's, what's your most annoying bill that you have to pay? Oh, that's I was a, just talking to somebody the other day about the most annoying bill. That's a ever. good question. Oh my gosh. It probably is like something insurance related. I hate insurance. I know. I hate uh, the electric bill. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just do. Because you're a man. Men just are like, turn the lights off. Like, I you're like, turn into like, my father. Yes. Like you guys like are. What are we trying to heat the whole uh, neighborhood here? What's going on? You guys are like ingrained with this like, oh. Nick's always like, oh, you left the closet light on again. Well, I don't care. So turn it off. You're wasteful. <laughs> okay. Well, my problem is because I there's no way to predict, it, and there's no rhyme or reason. Like I, I literally <laughs> like no uh, I left I left a, you know my apartment one day for like three weeks, and I had everything turned off, and yet my bill was the same as if everyone was there. <laughs> there. And I'm like, somehow I'm calling BS on this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how. And then of course there's like no way to rectify how. Well, that's what your meter says. Well. Is it like a taxi cab meter where it just You're keeps rolling no matter yeah. what happens? Something's or... running in your house no matter what. Something's plugged in. Something is going. Something's going on. And that actually just go prove the point to every man in America that the lights aren't actually the biggest indicator of what your electric bill is. So calm down, dads. I'm sorry. Calm down, dads everywhere. If, if I could just find a way to have my bill taken care of for the rest of my life, that would be awesome. In fact, that's going to happen. I believe it's going to happen for me. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm trying it out. I'm trying it out. All right. Well, first of all, you have said multiple times to me in conversations we've had over the multiple years that we've known each other now about the power and strength of the spoken word. Oh, yeah. We're going to go there, huh? We're going to go there. We are. <laughs> all right. So if you're saying that spoken word is really powerful, um, you know, you might come at that from like a biblical standpoint. Right? Like religious mm -hmm. wise. Or people really who aren't even like on a religious scope kind of say that all the time. Like they say, your vibe attracts your tribe. Or what you put out comes back to you. Or like our whole basis on the law of attraction, which there are multiple books written upon. Like if I change what I'm saying and doing, am I attracting people without them even knowing? There's a very interesting study. They actually show it in the, that course that you took. Um, but they took some water crystals and they froze the water crystals and they had word people speak words at the water, the frozen water crystals. And then they looked at the shapes that they made. It was fascinating. Yeah. And you can actually look that up on YouTube. Somebody yeah, was just talking about yeah. that the other day. Google it, YouTube it, you know, don't take our word for it, but for real, look up the study that they did with, uh, like words the, over water or yeah, something like words that. Words over water. And it was interesting because the words like joy, peace, love, happy, all made these beautiful, like, like in like sync, designs, yeah. designed crystals, snowflakes. Yeah. 
like perfectly <laughs> symmetrical. Yep. Yeah. And then they did other ones like hate, murder, killing, uh, stealing, loathe, uh, all these bad words, and they were all disfigured and gross, and it was fascinating. Well, and then what the whole point of it is, if our bodies are made up of mostly water, that, you know, we have uh, an unseen reaction to the words that we not only say, but think, right? Like we let our thoughts, we, we need to capture our thoughts, actually, and make sure that they're the right thoughts. And how do you keep that from happening when you've had a long life of just saying the same negative stuff to yourself over and over and over again? Yeah, we're the ones that hear ourselves the most. What you say and I've had to work on myself for years. They're like, oh, social media or what? You know, like everybody does that. They have their moments when they just need to be more forgiving of themselves and understand. I guess it's just having a perspective that nobody's perfect. You're going to work through things. And you probably could have a better life if you just focused on some of the positive. So I guess the end goal for me, what I would say is put on the lens of positivity. Always find the good. Oh, that's easy for you to say, Chris. You live a great life. Do I? I don't know. Probably in somebody's eyes. I mean, four years ago, I was about living under a bridge embankment on I-94. That's so true. (laughs) Have you met my (laughs) troll, Chris? (laughs) You know, everybody has their own struggle. Here's the thing, and you've said this before. We don't know what the other person is going through. We just need to be appreciative of them. And that comes with like time and, and learning and self like self-awareness brings, I feel like more grace onto other people, but all right. So here's, so we're kind of talking in a lot of like generalities right now. So here's like a specific instance on why I posted this question online. And then I'll kind of go through like a couple things that people said when we came back from our, uh, EXP convention in October, yep. we were fired up. Like, which anybody who's ever been to a convention of any type, whether it's personal or work-related, you know that you come back and you are just, like, on fire for whatever your... Yeah, like, it's like a good reset and totally. a launch point. Your mission and your goal setting and your clarity for what the future looks like is so crystal that you're like, damn, I'm the man. I'm going to get this done. I rule. Nobody's going to stand in my way. And two nights ago... Because my baby still wakes up in the middle of the night because I'm never going to sleep again until she moves out to college. No, actually, kindergarten. That's what I said. Anyway. Somebody help me. So she wakes up. I go make her a bottle. This is why she still wakes up for all the people who are like, I'm a mom and I know that you shouldn't be feeding your baby a bottle anymore in the middle of the night. They have to self-soothe. I don't. Yeah. That's a whole nother podcast about pain versus pleasure. Okay. And how fast you just like break down in the middle of the night to get done what you need to get done. Um, short-term goals versus long-term goals. Pleasure in the night? No, not that kind of pleasure. (laughs) Oh, you're so hurtful. There's where the pain is. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm now wide awake and I start thinking about, for some reason, right? Reasons unknown, this pops into my mind. Like you were so crystal clear, Amber, when you came home from convention that you wanted to start an empire, which is what I called it. I wanted to build an empire. I wanted to go find individuals like myself who three years ago did not know their career purpose, needed help with their life, didn't know what plan they were going on. And I wanted to help mold them, these entrepreneurs, like how can I help you? So in the short term, I can help realtors because I'm a realtor, right? So we were like, all right, we're going to go find people who either want to be in real estate 
or who already are in real estate and need a change. And we're going to train them and we're going to help them and we are going to do everything we can to have them live an, a wonderful, accomplished life because that's where we, we're getting to, right? We're like midway through the journey. We're definitely not at the end of that, right? And somewhere along the way, I stopped having that be my focus. And I shifted, like veered very slowly back into this comfort zone. It wasn't an obvious shift. It wasn't something that just suddenly happened. I just slowly veered into the world of comfort. And where's my comfort level with my career? It's get the referral, sell the house, negotiate the contract, close, get next, right? Mm-hmm. Next person comes. Oh, someone so said you know how to sell houses really well. Oh, that's true, I do, Mr. Seller. Let's sell your house. Negotiate the contract, close, done, next. I could very contently do that model till the day I physically cannot sell a house anymore. And I would be fine. I'd be a-okay. Life would be good. My family would be happy. We would be, for the most part, right? Like, barring any crazy tragedy, I would be fine with that. But I was sitting there in the middle of the night going, but that wasn't the goal. I veered off the path. The path was supposed to be about helping other individuals reach what they want to get done and help them find their happiness. Help them find what I have now, my happiness, my contentment, my, you know, the my, right. my goals being done kind of thing. And so, not out loud, because everybody was sleeping, and I'm not crazy, I was like, starting tomorrow, I have to do the legwork. I, I've got to start reaching out to people who want this. There has to be people out there who want it. I wanted it. I'm not some lone wolf. Who, you know, everybody else just gets into real estate and knows what they're doing. I needed help. Other people need help. And I think I'm really good for the job. So you're basically putting that out into the universe. It's like putting it out like this is what I'm going to do. And the next morning, the next day, I get a private message from someone who's like, I want to get started into real estate. And I want to come work with you. And I want you to be my real estate mentor. I was like, what? Yes. Here I am, world. You're qualified for that? Highly. <laughs> Here I am, world. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that almost that seems coincidence? Like, I don't know. Is it? I, guess I think I, not. I, I said good day. <laughs> I said good day. Um, I mean, that's a great example um, of it being put out there. And then there is a, a direct. Um, but my question is, is that, I guess, you know... You would be looking for that, and then, but how do you? What did you explain that this person just contacted you? I mean, it, that yeah, letter leads credence to that's almost evidence of the fact that if you say it and you believe it, then it will start to manifest. In this case, it manifested pretty quickly. Or did it? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's just me, like thinking about it again. But it's not as if I haven't put posts out there or had those conversations, like. I had a conversation two days before, prior with the girl who does my nails at Lifetime. Like, hey, you know, if you know anybody in real estate who's looking to make a change, have them call me. I've had the conversations. I've been sowing the seeds, so to say. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I'm just putting A with B and maybe it was A, B, C, D, E, F that finally got to G. Well, here's... But either way, I put it out there. Yeah, and I think when we get in a situation... So in and circling back on that a little bit, is that in Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which is a great book. It's a tough read, but it's a great book. He talks about uh, in any adversity, in all adversity, 
So you have something that happens to you that is of adverse effect. There is a seed of equal or greater opportunity for advancement, greatness. And when you think about that, like, okay, go back to the story that I told about the little boy. He faced the adversity of thinking he was a great hitter, and then he wasn't. But it turns out, maybe he's a great pitcher. So he found the seed of equal or greater opportunity and then shifted his focus. How many times have you had that in your life where something appears to be something terrible, but then turns out to be amazing? I mean, why do they say hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Because it's easier to look back and see why one door shut that you really wanted to be open. And thankfully it didn't open so that you can go down this path. Or the I mean, proof is in the pudding, which I'm still trying to figure out where that saying came from and what proof is actually in the pudding. So somebody's <laughs> going to have to like email me or comment and just tell me like. Well, I think the leading expert on that is probably uh, lifetime in jail at the present moment. Who puts, <laughs> puts the pudding in the pot? <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. Put the pudding in the puppy boo. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Uh, what is the proof really in the pudding? Well, we won't talk about him and proof. But anyways. Right. Moving forward. So I guess I have an example of that. It just came to me. You know, one of my darkest moments. I, I had a failed engagement. The business was not going really well. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, really upset. Like, we talked about this. If you guys go back and talk about our mental health, you know, we had a couple episodes on that. I opened up and talked about that. Uh, that time period and that was very negative I mean very negative and it was hard to get out of and interestingly enough out of that time period which culminated with um, you know a divorce so I got divorced from a 14-year marriage Mm -hmm. uh, from a very negative bad situation that um, you know when you're going through it you're just like why is this happening to me this is so I'm you know accusations of tons of things that just weren't true and you were like how is this even happening right now right trying to launch and grow a business starting a business at that same time that's not easy uh taking on a lot of stuff had to move around and out of all of that in my darkest darkest moment i actually met uh my now fiance who i'm getting married in september and i'm a parent um, you know, I have a beautiful nine-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, you know, after we get married, we might even have more kids. I don't know. But, you know, out of that has, out of that terrible negative situation. Has manifested has what manifested you wanted. Into, uh, what you wanted all along. What I wanted all along. So a seed of equal or greater opportunity. And I would say, in this case, a much greater opportunity. Yeah. But you could have just stayed in that and believe place. me, I know lots of great opportunities. But so you could have wallowed in that moment. You could have been like, fine, getting married again is not for me, or marriage is not for me, or right. maybe my business, you could have let the business fold and been like, this business was not for me. Well, I think a lot of people do that. I think they succumb to the negativity. And that's that back to that person that you know is like, oh, this always happens to me. Mm-hmm. Bad things always happen to me. And I'm like, bad things typically don't happen to me. So why are they happening to me? And now I need to find what the greater good is, and I need to start speaking that into my life. So we had a couple of people comment um, about their idea of this, like putting things out into the universe and having it come back to you sort of thing, right? Or sowing and reaping or whatever you want to kind of call it. What goes around comes around. Right. Um, Kyle Ling, who's a local realtor here, um, he said, I'm a firm believer in you get by giving. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a hard concept for some people to grasp if they feel like they're in a hopeless position and they're in a place where they have nothing to give, right? Like we always say, like, you can't give from an empty cup. You can't pour from an empty well. Mm -hmm. And so does it really all start with us and our self-awareness? Does like the light bulb just go off one day when you're growing and maturing and you're like, oh my gosh, I do have something to give, right? Because if I say... I'm not talented. I have nothing to offer other people. I have nothing to give. And it's a selfish motive to try to recruit them to the Dayton group of realtors or to EXP or whatever that situation might be. Then, then that's the truth. Then that's the truth. Or if I say I am very talented in helping others accomplish their real estate goals. I'm a good mentor who knows how to listen and teach somebody how to do the process of real estate transactions. And I really investly care about the people who want to change their lives and have a better career opportunity. And coming to EXP is a good benefit, not for me, but also for them in the long term because of retirement opportunities, shareholder opportunities, and things of that nature. That's also the truth. There's two truths I just spoke. Which one do you believe? Which one do I believe is the one you're going to believe? Yeah, I mean, what's that old saying? You can either believe you can or you can't. Either way, you're right. Either way, you're right. I think that that, that law almost takes over. That law is very interesting to me. You know, and we could get into you know our personal beliefs. Mine is a Christian that God created the world and created certain constructs within that world. Laws, gravity, you know, being one of them. We can get into physics, you know, laws of motion and things of that nature. Oh yeah, the inertia. Inertia. Like- those are all laws. We, we understand the law of flight. We understand that, you know, all these things that we're uncovering as humankind. But there's a lot of other things that I think that people discount because they can't see them as well. Yeah. Which the law of attraction. Is one of them. Is definitely a law. Or like how everything has energy. The rocks, the wind, the right. trees. It all uh, has energy around us. You know, now I sound like a hippie kind of, but like it just is, it is what it is. And you can either... Believe in it and use it to your advantage, or you can discount it, and that's fine. By the way, Kyle Lang is a stud. He's awesome. Total stud. Love good, him. Good realtor. Great realtor. Not as good as me. I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> Easy Trump. <laughs> um, a past client of mine, Laura Dunlop, who I love to pieces, wrote, yes, 100% think eventually you get what you give. So kind of the same thing as Kyle, like in the giving, you, you get what you need, or, you know, Someone told me, like, I've heard a lot because I like Dave Ramsey things and, and classes that go around, like, in our church. Um, you know, you, I never, nobody ever went broke by giving. That's quite a concept to believe or not believe. Yeah, as a Christian, I believe you can't outgive God. You know, and, no, and, and giving doesn't have to just be monetarily. What if you give of your time, your talents? Well, see, that's actually a whole other topic. And, you know, with my background in economics, I've explained this to a lot of people that people always think that giving means money. And money is just choices. But you have to create that. You create money. So there's other ways to do that. So it is your time. Okay. Everything what, focuses around time because that's what the gift. Our girl Becky Alley posted something and to like kind of sum it up. What about people who like blame karma and blame others for what's happening to them and don't take any responsibility for themselves? Well, I mean, that comes on to self-awareness. You know, the better question is what did you do to deserve that? So sometimes when I have something that's like terrible in my life or happens to me, I take a moment of self-reflection and go, did I put that into the universe? 
Now, that is an interesting concept because I was just about to say when you were saying that, what about if it's somebody else's, you know, BS that they put on you that you had nothing to do with? But what I have learned over a couple of weird instances in my life this year was I did something, even if I don't know that I did it, even if it's by choosing that person to have a relationship with them, or even if it's by advice I gave that I thought was really good advice in the moment, but perhaps I should have kept my mouth shut. And I just had this conversation with my friend Steph um, over a bottle of wine the other day. Of course. My best conversations are over a bottle of wine. That's when the best stuff comes out anyway. But I told her, I said, maybe I need to take a look back at past relationships from childhood on, like I'm talking about maybe like my teens, like late teens, mid twenties on where I went down this route of the self-righteous giving advice when it wasn't really warranted or wanted because I thought I was doing good by my friends and being a good friend. Maybe they just want me to shut up and maybe it's caused discourse in my life. There were our relationships, their lives mm-hmm. and that I don't have to be the mouthpiece for everybody. So my, so I'm kind of taking a self-reflection piece on that. Although people should listen to my advice because it's really good. Um, <laughs> and then Alicia White, who is, so I knew Alicia when we were very, very young. Her sister was like my best friend in elementary school. Okay. Oh, besties. Alicia was the little sister. So I adore this woman. She is a single mom. She is a rock star loan officer over at Quicken. I'm talking about like she rocks life. She is so independent and she's got very strong, but educated, well thought out opinions. Like I totally admire this chick. But she's the one who brought up the law of attraction. She's like, you attract what you put out into the universe, you know, and she's like, some some of the most successful people she knows are the most positive and in return the happiest. So it's like you said, if you, in the book, I think, think and grow rich, if you can find that equal or better opportunity and focus on that versus focusing on the negative, how much faster are you going to propel into a better life? Yeah, I honestly got it. Wrapping this topic up for now, we'll, we'll revisit this for put sure. Put a pin in it. But... Take a look at the people you know in your life. Take a take a stock of the the think of the most successful people you know, and then ask them or ask yourself: Do they really focus on negative things all the time, or are they more optimistic and positive? What are they putting out into the universe? Well, how do they speak? What are you writing on Facebook? How are you speaking to yourself? How are you speaking to others? Do you uplift others, or do you cut them down? Do you uplift yourself, or do you cut yourself down? Yeah. All the fit in a box. Don't fit in the box. Don't fit in the box. Nobody wants the box. <laughs> Unless it's a $5 craving box from KFC, which is a sponsor of this show. Thank you so oh much, KFC. Oh my gosh, you're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but now I just really want mashed potatoes and gravy. And it's lunchtime. Yum. The Yum Center in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> anyway, love you guys. Give us some feedback. Tell us your karma stories, good or bad. And we will maybe share it on our next episode. Yeah, I think we'll do a part two of like mantras and and what do people say every day and how does it manifest in their lives? That's what we should do. Do you have a mantra? Do you have a mantra? We'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) Love you guys. We'll see you later. Bye.